Here's Dan Schulman, President and Chief Executive Officer at PayPal, on the discussion Prioritizing Small Business in Economic Recovery, sponsored by PayPal. This idea of how can we help our small business customers really rethink their entire strategy for how do they continue going forward when the world has shifted more and more towards digital is something that we're, I think, uniquely able to go and do. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search PayPal. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. What the hell is happening in Washington during this single minute Another American will die from COVID. And even more people are slipping into poverty because this town can't get its act together. The problem is that their proposal is a multi-trillion dollar laughingstock that never had a chance of becoming law. The lame duck Congress has made no major progress on coronavirus relief, and the frustration is evident from California Democrat Josh Harder and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the lack of action on a stimulus package comes as President Trump continues to refuse to concede to President-elect Joe Biden, and issues related to the transition of power keep building. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine can't understand why the head of the General Services Administration, Emily Murphy, won't ascertain Biden's win, which is a needed step so he can get the resources needed to move ahead with the transition. Who would it harm allowing the Biden transition team in this most challenging time to start working on these really significant issues. It would harm nobody, but it's harming everybody. The Senate Majority Leader, meanwhile, like most Republicans, downplays the legal battles that have been largely dismissed related to the presidential vote count and says everything will take care of itself. The courts in the various states are dealing with whatever disputes there are, whatever evidence may be provided, and we're going to have an orderly transfer from this administration to the next one. But the situation is hardly normal. Consider the allegations about the election made by Trump campaign attorney Sidney Powell at a wide-ranging news conference led by the president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. What we are really dealing with here and uncovering more by the day is the massive influence of communist money through Venezuela, Cuba, and likely China in the interference with our elections here in the United States. Powell went on to detail, without specific evidence, allegations of a Byzantine computer scheme that somehow favored Biden through former Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez, who's been dead since 2013. Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan was asked what he thought about the news conference by Chuck Todd during an appearance on MSNBC. Well, I thought it was a train wreck, uh, Chuck. I thought it was absolutely uh, incredible. On the one hand, it's outrageous. On the other hand, it's really not surprising. So, uh, But it's all a sideshow. This week, we're actually having real meetings and real progress. I had a great meeting with Vice President Pence and the Coronavirus Task Force talking about we're in the middle of a crisis and a war against the virus. We had a great meeting with the uh, the leaders of the executive team, uh, executive board of the NGA with the president-elect and vice president-elect. As for the transition and president-elect Biden, House Democrats have sent a letter to the head of the General Services Administration calling for her to provide a briefing to lawmakers on why the GSA hasn't signed off on it. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was asked about that at a Friday news conference. You hope that people would have good faith in the jobs that they have. You want to give them a chance to get that done. It is totally mystifying uh, that the GSA... Uh, refuses to 
make the statement necessary for the transition to happen in orderly fashion. A growing number of states in the coming weeks are expected to certify their vote results, with Georgia being the latest. And Pelosi believes that will lead to the electors to formally cast their votes for the 306 electoral votes Biden is to receive, the same number that Donald Trump received in the 2016 election. Let's hope for the best. Let's hope that there be enough Republicans to say, this is America. The people's voices count, and that must be respected. Beyond the politics, one thing members of both parties agree on is the latest good news related to progress on a new vaccine. Pfizer is seeking emergency authorization for a coronavirus vaccine, which could be available to the first group of Americans, including frontline health care workers, in just a matter of weeks. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who appeared with members of the White House Coronavirus Task Force this week for the first time in months, hailed the latest developments. But he also urged Americans to remain vigilant as cases of the virus continue to rise across the country. Mask wearing, avoiding congregate settings, doing things to the extent that we can outdoors versus indoors. If we do that, we'll be able to hold things off until the vaccine comes. Now, I've used that metaphor that the cavalry is on the way. If you're fighting a battle and the cavalry is on the way, you don't stop shooting. You keep going until the cavalry gets here, and then you might even want to continue fighting. Politically, the country may still be fighting, but the vaccine also gives Americans a fighting chance against the virus during this tumultuous year. And as we prepare for Thanksgiving, that's something to be thankful for. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. 